Welcome, everybody. This is episode 10. We don't have a guest for you today. It's just Joel and myself. We're going to be commenting on a lot of different things about what's going on in our lives, about current events. Who knows where this conversation is going to go? But uh, our intention is every 10 episodes to do a solo episode, perhaps. Um, when I say solo, I mean the two of us and just see where it goes, you know? So I'm just really good to be, uh, be here with you, brother, man. I love this venture that we're doing. We've had some amazing guests uh, the last nine weeks and we have so many freaking awesome people that are coming on in the next couple months, couple months. Absolutely, so. bro. It's, it's good to be here, man. And I mean, just looking back that, you know, I mean, we've done 10 episodes, bro. We've had some pretty amazing guests already and some pretty incredible eye-opening conversations and, Likewise, man, I want to reciprocate that. Just grateful for this venture and the fact that you and I connected by, you know, I mean, these absolute synchronicities, which are so obvious. Um, and just, you know, I mean, to deny, to deny the beauty of existence and the beauty of what's possible when you're living to, when you're willing to live and to meet your own truth in those deepest and darkest crevices, what's able, what's able to be opened and expanded, you mean, in, in reality and opportunities and potential that's provided to you by the inner work <clears throat> that you're willing to do, man. And yeah, it's just an incredible thing. Yeah, dude, I just really appreciate you, man. Like, again, it's kind of, it's kind of on the subject that I've been talking about lately with a lot of people, especially the last 15 months where we're kind of separating into these like two separate communities of people who are questioning the conventional narrative, people who are critical thinking a little bit more, and then those that maybe aren't as much and who are accepting yeah. what's being fed to them by media, by government, by their doctors, et cetera. And, um, you know, I find that the people that I've been connecting with that are on the same page that are like minds, like I have this deep connection with them. Mm. they feel like family already and there's some people i've known for 10 15 20 years where it's like you know okay like there's a place in my heart for you but we're just not on the same yeah path yeah and you, know, you do what you have to do and i'm gonna live my life and so i i bring all that up because you're someone who we connected what maybe for the first time what several months ago if that three months four months three four months ago we connected yeah. And then we both realized that we had a passion for truth, you know, and not just external truth, but inner truth, mm. doing the inner work, doing the shadow work, you know, really honoring that uh, quote by Socrates, know thyself and what goes into knowing oneself. Yeah. And we just kind of were like, yo, let's do this. Yeah, man. And our first two episodes literally were, <laughs> were that, you know, we talked about what it means to walk the authentic path. And Definitely, I'm just grateful bro. For friendship. Thank you, man, and I appreciate that. And I hear you too, dude. It's like it's like we were living on um, seemingly stable ground for such a long time, and it's like some events happened which just shook the surface of 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 this reality. And it's like all of a sudden, where something was on a deeper level, I feel like something became active within all of us, and it's like there's an opportunity to almost accelerate that inner work. And it's like, you know what I mean? Are you going to drift away on, on one side? You know what I mean? With the, with the, with the Babylon, which is falling and collapsing. Are you going to continue to be a slave to all your fears and all your trauma and all your conditioning and everything that you've never dealt with and still refuse to deal with, even though the stakes are this high 
And at this point in time, you know I mean, if you're not going to make the hard steps, then you know what I mean? Obviously, that's the way that you're going to go because, you know what I mean? Convenience is the killer and convenience is, convenience is what they sell at the end of the day. Um, and there's also at the same time, a bunch of us, which in my opinion is the majority that are feeling this, witnessing this, realizing this. And it's like, all right, what's coming up for me now? And how can I address that? And based on the fact that I know that what I want to experience here now as a living being on earth um, is equivalent to what I'm willing to meet within myself. Um, and I'm supported in that. And I realize that there's other people doing that as well. And I'm not alone. And you know what I mean? We can, we, we have this opportunity where we can be, we, we, we can be held. And you know what I mean? We can, we can co-create a new reality based on natural principles, living principles, God principles. Well said. Mm. Well said. And actually, you know, it's interesting because yesterday, uh, Sophie and I, we went to a Health Freedom for Humanity meetup in Los Angeles. And it was really cool to connect with some other people. Now, you know, Sophie and I have been having our own gatherings and I feel yeah. solid in my community and the people that I'm connected to and have been for a bit now that think more similarly. And I would say place critical thinking and questioning the status quo at a, as a value. And one of the things that I heard from many people and people who I've connected with afterwards uh, last night and today, they're like, I feel like nobody in my friend group, no one in my life is looking at things the same way. So there's so many people who are feeling disconnected. There are people who are feeling lonely and wondering like, oh, am I the only person? Like, what am I gonna do? And yet the reality is there's so many of us. Yeah. They are so many of us. Like you mentioned, I think on a post recently, yeah. we are the majority in some yeah. degree. You know what I mean? And it's like- to Well, to me, just look at any YouTube video on this topic. Look at any social media on this topic. Like the, the likes to, to the dislikes are so completely disproportional, always in favor of, you mean, what to me is the truth. And it's like, you can't hide that. Yeah, no, not at all. And it's just, it actually makes me feel awesome that there's more and more people who are, you know, let's say waking up mm. or red pilling or whatever you want to call it, you know, just, just really looking into the mirror and being like, there is something off about life, about the way things have gone for decades, you know, for people, let's say that have only lived decades. I mean, we can say millennia, we can say thousands of years, yeah. if you really want to get into it yeah. and look at things historically uh, and look at the whole control grid and the control matrix. But for people who, let's say are 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, whatever the case may be, they're like, like, no, this is, this is not right. This, this is weird. And yeah. so what, there's something else out there and I want to search for, it. I want to look for it. And a lot of that searching starts from within first. You know, I met someone yesterday who was like, yeah, I, I, at the beginning of the, of this whole, you know, COVID-1984 lockdown, et cetera. Like she told me she was like 200 and, you know, I don't know, 30 pounds, I think it was. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, what? You were 230 pounds? Mm -hmm. She must have lost like 70, 80 pounds. Or I mean, I'm just throwing that number out there, but lost a lot of weight. And she's like, I just made a commitment that like, no, this isn't working for me. I'm going to take my health. I'm going to take personal responsibility for it. I want to feel better. Uh, I want to live a life filled with vitality and like made huge changes and changing how she ate, changed how she looked at the world. And this was a younger person. 
you know, yeah. this was someone in their early 20s. And for me, like, it's such a breath of fresh air. And it's so amazing, because you're hearing the majority being like, oh, you know, I gained like, you know, 15, 20 pounds during this whole thing. And so to meet people that are like, you know, going in the opposite direction and going like, no, I took things to a whole nother level, because whatever that was underneath, you know, we talk about pain being a great motivation for change. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing was going on underneath, what happened in the world for some people went, okay, enough is enough. I have the time now. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. Like you said earlier, am I going to, you know, continue, continue to be a slave to my fears, to my conditioning, or am I going to change those patterns? Am I going to step up? Answering the call, bro. Yeah, answering the call. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is part of that hero's journey that we talk about. You don't need to go anywhere for the hero's journey often. Yeah, you don't need to travel across the world. You can have a hero's journey, literally, probably within the context of your own space. Yeah. And the phone is ringing in the fucking loud at the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see. It's pretty cool to witness. Uh, I'm, I'm really inspired by the people that I've been meeting and the people that have, for, for many, questioning things that have been told to them by their, yeah. you know, by their teachers, by culture, by society for the first time. Yeah. And then taking it, like taking it full on and like doing serious studies, serious research, serious investigation. Yeah. You know, there's some people who I, t- I talked to, they're like, yeah, like last year was like, was the first time I actually kind of started questioning things. And then the things they're telling me a year later, I'm like, damn, you've been putting in the work. You know what I mean? We, we see it, bro. We see it all around us all the time, man. It's, it, and it's a living experience for me and you as well, right? We're going through the same thing as everybody else, dude, all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it never ends when yeah. you're on this path. It's, it's a lifelong endeavor of peeling away the layers of learning, of, of breaking down conditioning, of doing the shadow work, of you know, looking inwards and going, man, why do I do that? Why is yeah. that a thing? Why is that my behavior? Yeah. Why do I say that thing when that stimulus comes into my life? Like, why do I react? Yeah. You know, can we put that focus inwards? I love it, man. And like just exactly what you're doing there, just asking the questions. Asking the questions prompts the answer, bro. If you're, if you're brave enough to ask the question, you know the answer. The answer is there. It's coming up. It's already yeah. coming up the moment you ask it. Um, yeah. And it, it reminds me because Grant's on our last episode kept talking about per chance moments or seizing the now or seizing the call. And for him, it was, you know what I mean? Whether it be burning a bag or whatever, or burning his book yeah. or whatever it is. But for me, in my experience, it's usually confronting something which is exposing myself to some degree and just letting myself be exposed and dealing with the fallout because I realize the fallout is healing. But whether it be a, a hard conversation or um, a memory cropping up that, you know what I mean, I tried to repress and forget about, which I know just has to be expressed and let go. So I got to know I got to talk to that person and just deal with it and just bring it up and seize the moment, no matter how much that part of me doesn't want to, it doesn't want to be seen. You know what I mean? I don't want to be remembered. I've been trying to hide for the longest time. You know what I mean? Don't look at me now. Um, but in my, my, my process is that I do have those moments and it's honoring the fact that when those moments come up, it's, it's linked to, it's linked to growth. And what am I going to choose? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, there's certain aspects of my life that I can say have been comfortable and I'm grateful for that too. I don't want to paint the picture that like, you just have to have this, 
like stressful existence and and deal with your pain and deal with your past you know there's a lot of healing that happens when feeling safe and feeling uh comfortable you know to a certain degree um and for a lot of people just being able to feel safe allows them the space to ask those Mm -hmm. questions to explore those answers for themselves yeah this is this is a big thing in trauma resolution and people who work with trauma is like how can we create more safety within oneself so you could build a, a, a larger window of tolerance to navigate and and deal with certain things that come up for a lot of people you know that's Definitely, it's not a conscious man. thing it's it's difficult Definitely. it's not a conscious thing you could tell someone like okay you should do this and you should do that and it's like well if their nervous system isn't a place to really receive that or to hold something within themselves it's tricky hence why all the modalities we talk about and all the different people that we're going to have on and the work that we do you know and even the you know, obviously the work that sophie and i do working with the physical body is yeah. how do we create more space to explore the deeper elements of ourselves the more unconscious element of ourselves and we had talked about maybe talking about shadow work and so it kind of comes up here is like my view is that the body is the shadow you know how do we work with the body you know like subconscious below the conscious mind yeah you know and very often just feeding it good nutrition becoming building a deeper level of self-awareness doing really really deep body work and working with the tissues working with the structure can bring things up to the surface to be faced and processed and dealt with you know, especially from an emotional standpoint, I work with clients where it's like, you know, they repress their anger. And all of a sudden, like, whew, this shit comes up to the surface. And very often I feel it. I'm sweating bullets, you know, I'm sweating, just working on someone. And yeah. very often I'm like, um, what's your relationship to anger? You know, and yep. it's like, well, you know, I don't really express it, et cetera, et cetera. So these kinds of things are really important for people to, to uh, get a hold of, because if not, they're going to have a hold on you. If you don't have consciousness, a conscious relationship with these different aspects of yourself, they are going to control you and they're going to come out in moments when least expected. Yeah. When you're triggered. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. And just, yeah, space is 100% the first step because the unconscious isn't going to, isn't going to speak to you. It isn't going to, it isn't going to communicate if, if the space isn't there. But what it will communicate is for you to create that space, right? It'll, whether it be heal your body, eat good food, move away from this location, move away from this mm-hmm. traumatic relationship or situation mm-hmm. or this person. So it'll actually hint that first. And then once you make those adjustments, then it'll start, you know what I mean? Hinting the, the deeper things. That's, that's my lived experience anyway. I was, I was in a really bad, well, not in a bad state, but you know I mean, it was, it was pre pre the catalyst for me really really listening to my shadow. I was living in an apartment block, you know what I mean? Seven stories above the ground, so much EMF all around me, um, disconnected from the earth because I was constantly above the air, having to go in an elevator up and down to go anywhere. The moment I went down the elevator, I was in a shopping complex because the apartment was above a shopping complex. And I knew it just wasn't conducive at all um so and that was that was the first thing that was being spoken to me was that you've got to put yourself in an environment where you can actually have the opportunity to heal because unless you do that first you, you, you mean you can't it's, it's not going to happen here um and there's I a answer, quote by someone there's I a quote by someone call. yeah there's a quote I don't, i'm not sure who said the quote but it's like you can't heal in the same environment you got sick in mm. you know so it, it's interesting yeah man yeah. it is interesting so so yeah dude that was that was pretty much right at the 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 tail end of that situation for me was right at the start of the i guess quote unquote pandemic 
Um, so yeah, man, we moved an hour and a half down the coast. We moved, you mean, literally, bro, one minute from the beach. We live in a little lake. We live in a smaller community. And this is where healing has occurred for me, man. And, and it continues to, it continues to occur. Yeah. And as you, as you go through that process, just becoming aware and tuning in to what situations you need to provide for yourself to actually heal. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. And I think nature provides that space you were talking about, you know, getting closer to nature, you know, moving outside of the concrete jungle where yeah. you're distracted at every level element, because we can still be distracted even in nature. If we live in nature, because we have these phones, we have these devices. So how is an individual mm -hmm. creating the space for themselves? Yeah. I have to, if I don't go outside and spend some time there, I feel it. I feel it in like my bones. I feel it in my muscles. I feel more contracted, Yeah. but to just slow down, take some breaths. It has such a huge impact. Know thyself, bro. And we're all different, man. And it all, we're all, there's no, there's no, there's no path alike in dealing with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we are all so unique. And that's also the beauty of, you mean the arts that, that we've come into contact with in human design. Um, and the and rest of it is that we've got yeah. different strategies, different ways of responding, different, different, it's all different for each of us. So unless you walk that path yourself, unless you start figuring it out on your own or someone points you to how you can figure it out on your own, then it's not going to be a long lasting thing. Um, you might make some progress, but eventually you're going to regress because you actually didn't build those muscles yourself um, to take that deeper journey. Yeah, man. I totally feel you there. Um, but a quote from know. Pythagoras here, dude. No one is free who has not obtained the empire of himself. No man is free who cannot command himself. I mean, that's the epitome of taking personal responsibility for your life. Yeah, and dude. what you said, what you said before too, it's like, you know, it's important to have people you can turn to, teachers, mentors, but at the end of the day, you've got to walk that path. You have to do the work. You have to be you know, willing. You, yeah. You have to be, you have to be willing for sure. And if you're not, then you know you're gonna have the life that maybe you don't want to have. And so yeah. again, it's we keep coming back to this. this is why I'm such an advocate of really being as present and getting as healthy as you can and eating as cleanly as you can because and to and limit distractions because then you can actually feel you can feel the pain that's bubbling up in the surface like if you're if you're just like getting high all the time and drinking all the time and jerking off the porn all the time and shopping all the time and scrolling through social yeah. media all the time you're not giving yourself that space for those that whisper you know yeah for whatever you want to call it your higher self or different parts of you that come up and be like hey pay attention to me yeah like I would like you to do things differently or I need help or whatever it is, you know, these different parts of us, different voices within us. Yeah. You know, you, you have to create that space for that, to listen to them. And yeah, to, I mean, I'll, when I feel the, I'll, I'll, I'll just delete the apps off my phone. You know what I mean? If that's, I'll force myself into situations to have that space, you know I mean? Because I know I can get into a pattern where, you know what I mean? It's going to be distracted. Sometimes, you mean, you just want to, you just want to numb out. You don't want to deal with anything, but you know I mean? So it's in those moments where I, I force myself to have that space if I have to, you know what I mean? And yeah, dude, it was, it's an ongoing process, bro. For all of us, always, man. It's, it's not something that's going to, you mean? No, not at all. Deeper, you, know, I, you know, I think back to a, a really powerful experience in my life, which was like, what is it now? Seven, over seven, seven years ago, I think. And I went through a breakup, you know, I just moved to Los Angeles and I had left so much 
comfort back in New York City. You know, I had financial security, I had my acting community, I had my health and wellness healing community, I had my family, my friends. And I moved out here because again, I had, there was a voice that came to me. It was like, you have to leave, you have to leave New York. Hmm. You, know, you have to move to Los Angeles. Wow. And, you know, after my first six months of kind of like going through some savings, you know, I hit that point where it was like, damn, like, who are you? Like, who are you outside of all that feedback that you're getting from your friends, your family, your, you know, your fellow creatives, your teachers, you know, who are you when you don't have all that? Yeah. And I realized for me, I had built up a huge part of my identity through what other people thought about me and how they felt about me mm-hmm. outside of just who I thought about, how I felt about myself. Yeah. And so, you know, I went through like a mini little depression and, and at that time it was interesting because I was seeking connection. Um, I didn't have all that like that I had in New York and I got into a couple of relationships that let's say weren't ideal for me at the time, but looking back, they were perfect. They're exactly what I needed. And, and one of them was um, someone I met at, um, at a bar I was working at and, you know, make a long story short, like it was like really intense for two and a half months. And I totally like fully just kind of bought into it. Like she would tell me she was madly in love with me every single day. And then one day she was just like, I, I need to be happy on my own. I can't be in this relationship. And that for me, that was like a new experience. And, you know, I had already stopped using all substances at that time. Not that I was abusing any, but like I was off alcohol, any recreational drugs, any alcohol. And, um, you know, I had to feel the pain of that. I was like, no, I'm not going to like drink this away. I'm not going to try to fuck the pain away, et cetera. I'm going to be in it and feel it. Yep. And that was huge for me. And it actually brings up the, one of my favorite quotes by Rumi, which is you have to keep, you have to keep breaking your heart so it could open. Yeah. You got to allow yourself to feel the pain of those micro heartbreaks or, or large heartbreaks yeah. to, to get the gifts and the wisdom of them. Yeah. And I tell Sophie this, I tell people this all the time. I don't think I would be the man that I am today and the husband that I am if that experience didn't happen. And if I didn't allow myself to feel the feelings and feel the pain of, of not having the control of, of being rejected, of being abandoned, whatever stories I came up with for myself. And I'm so, so grateful. Like people ask me like, what are some of the most amazing experiences in your life? And that usually kind of comes up to the surface because Mm -hmm. even when I was in it, there was enough space to go, this is what I need. This is the medicine I need. This is good for me. Even though it was so painful, you know, yeah. because there were other things going on in my life too. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing with my life. Did I want to continue down the acting path? Did I want to continue down the more health, healing, wellness path? I was having financial anxiety. So all this stuff happened at the same time. And it was a huge dark night of the soul. So I know I, know, I, know I don't want a little bit of a tangent, but That's just kind of talking about what this, what this journey is and what can you do to allow yourself to go through that process, to feel the pain that is part of life. Well, I think the one thing that you did was not revert to your self-sabotaging behaviors. And that's, that's just the normal response for whenever we feel uncomfortable or whenever that body of trauma is actually triggered, right? It's, you mean, what, what can I revert to? So I don't have to feel yeah. this or no, or, no. And, feel and it less. Me, yeah, exactly. And I also want to say that for some people, there are certain tools or behaviors that they use just to self-regulate because that's all they have. And there were times like, I'm like, you know, maybe I'll binge watch a little TV, like, you know, my inner child needed a little, you know, that's fine. 
you know, yeah. but again, it's like, what's the thing you do habitually? Are you doing it all the time? Am I drinking every night? Am I getting high every day because of the discomfort of my life? You know what I mean? So yeah. I also don't want to do when you feel pain. Right. Yeah. And I also don't want to paint the picture that like, if you do these things that you're bad, it's just, yeah. this is, it's all about creating more self-awareness. Like what's happening in my body, what's happening in my psyche. And then what am I turning to? Yeah. What behavior is coming from that? What yeah. am I relying on to not feel the depth of who I am as a human being? Yeah. Well, it's, it's what am I using it for? So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, again, walking the authentic path, part three. <laughs> yeah, man. I think that's, I think that's what this is, dude. And like, I've been having some revelations myself lately um, because I've growing up, I was always, um, I guess, classed in by my parents in an impressive category, right? Growing up, I had, I think it was 137 IQ. Um, I finished high school at the age of 16 years old. I was reading at the age of two. Um, so I always felt this need to, to maintain that element of, impressiveness or being above in on, on some level and somewhat and I began to found to find myself you know what I mean like living a pseudo self or a pseudo reality just to just to maintain that illusion or to project myself as something more than I actually am and that's what held me back for the longest time and what it came up for me man this was yesterday dude there was a memory that cropped up where I remember when I was five six or seven years old I woke up um, before the rest of the family, I pulled out a lyric book um, from, from a cupboard that my parents had. And I copied the lyrics in my own handwriting onto a piece of paper. And then when my parents woke up, I was like, look at this song I wrote, right? So I, I, I lied to them just to, just to feel the need, just to, to feel that, you mean, that I was living up to that impressive that impressiveness, that, that, that you expectation, were special, that you were special, that I was special. Yeah. Because I became so accustomed to wanting to be special, to feeling special, et cetera, et cetera. Because this was, this was what I had identified as. And I mean, this, this carried on for a long time throughout my life. Um, until, you mean, obviously I started looking at the deeper things behind it all. Um, it's, it's an interesting journey, brain. You never really know what's going to, what, what little fantasies or delusions you've, you've been, you've been mustering. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah. Dude. Thanks for sharing that. I actually, I think we share that in our lives as well. You know, I was the mm -hmm. youngest things came easy to me, sports, yeah. athletics, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just like, that yeah. became part of my identity. And, and if I wasn't that, what was I, was I ordinary? Yeah. Oh my God. That was so triggering to my psyche. You know, mm. it's like, oh, fuck, my body It's like, I can't be ordinary. I need to be special. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it can be paralyzing. It can be yeah. so paralyzing as well. Yeah. You know, so. And then you realize that like, there's no such thing as ordinary, right? We are all such unique beings. And like, when I say this, I mean it in the absolute way it comes out is that there are no, there's no two people alike, not in any way. Like, on a scale of attributes, we are all so different. We are all so different, man. Um, and in knowing that and in being able to recognize and figure that out and to find something where it's like you can express 
your uniqueness and your authenticity and have that alignment, dude, between your inner and outer realities and just literally live your truth. Um, that's the that's the ideal. There's me. no greater feeling. Yeah. yeah. There's no greater feeling. Yeah. And I think I think we shared a quote from Allison from her post where she spoke about that from her um, interview. Where like when you're living your truth, like waking up knowing that you're in alignment with who you are. Yes. There's no greater feeling. It's, no, there's, there's no not. drug that's better than feeling aligned in mind. Whether, whether it be a family member, whether it be a father, a mother, a brother, even the closest person, just not having to pretend even in the slightest iota, any single part of yourself for anyone, right? It's like, this, this is me. This is who I am. Like, why do I, why do we have to play these games with each other to, to fit into each other's filters and perceptions mm-hmm. of one another? I don't want to do that. No, I, I don't either. Mm. I don't either. And again, this is why I do love, um, I love systems like human design, like astrology, like numerology, even yeah. though there may be other people that aren't into that shit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like for real, like I, I respect people's opinions. Dude. You know, like I love that. I love what people are like, nah, that shit doesn't work for me. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Do you yeah. know anything about it? You know, that would be my next question. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. but, um, but I love, I love that element uh, of, you know, knowing my human design, knowing my astrology, you know, getting into my cards, like those things have sh- shined such a amazing light on strengths, challenges, weaknesses, opportunities for growth, and allowed me to reaffirm certain elements of who I am and be like, and like kind of take ownership. And I've shared this before in other episodes, like, yeah, yeah. this is, this is mine. I'm yep. staking my flag in the ground. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to step into this, this power. I don't need to shy away from it. Exactly, bro. Exactly, man. And then they've done exactly the same thing for me. Um, it's uh, it's like, like we've said, bro, it's a, it's a, it's a confirmation. You know what I mean? It's, and when it resonates, it resonates, right? It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be proven on any, you know I mean, scientific level or whatnot. Um, if it resonates and you feel that authentic feeling come up within you when you're told this is how you are, right? Or you're capable of this, or this is what you're like. And you get that, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I knew that. Then, you have that aha moment, yeah. that aha. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it, I, I found that it's brought peace to me before because I've, I've grappled with certain things in my life where I'm like, man, why is this like tricky for me? Why is this a challenge? And then you have this ancient system or whatever that is, you know, based yeah. on something that people have used for thousands and thousands of years that sh- shines a light again. I use that phrase and you go, man, okay, all right, I get it now. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, now, now what am I going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's exactly. a different relationship to it. Yeah, but it gives us, it gives us a signpost or, you know what I mean, a bit of a, a bit of a window or a looking glass to see through to see what our potential is. And we, sometimes we're actually able, when we have that little window open, we can connect it to those deepest desires and passions that we have for ourselves. And we've always known we're there. And when, when you're able, when that, when that link happens from confirming how you know you are and what it is that you actually want to do, um, then you can take that step into, you mean, doing that and living your truth. That's, yeah. That's yeah, it's dope. And it also, I found that these systems have supported me in, in 
having more compassion for others and in relationship because it's really easy. Like, I feel like I notice this all the time and with clients and in my life is that we have individuals where you go, well, why isn't this person like me? Why don't they do the things that I want to do? Why don't they behave like I behave? And we get in these interesting relationship dynamics where each person is trying to control the other person or make them be more like how they are. And it's like, that never works. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? So it's like when you have certain tools uh, and knowledge that can support you in really highlighting differences and honoring them and embracing them and accepting them. Talk about making communication better. It's, it does automatically. Nothing, nothing has enhanced my relationship and all my communication in my primary relationships, be it with my wife, be it with you, be it with my friends, than human design. Simply put. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is so great for that because be with my kids. Is, yeah. What human design I think does differently than maybe some other systems. It really zones in on your energy type and how you relate with yourself and relate with your environment and how you make decisions. Yeah. And so different people in your life yeah. could have completely different energies different aura types as they call it and different strategies and how to how to move and how to exist within their environment and then how to make decisions and just knowing that just knowing those things is game changing and i say that in my sessions with people i go listen i'm going to share a lot of different information with you and it can be complex and at the same time i don't want to give you too much information but if you just take strategy and authority from this really strategy and authority really understanding that and focusing on that and experimenting with that you could make huge changes in your life. And even again, like we just said, understanding the other people in your life. Yeah. So yeah, it really, man, it really does cut off the debris and it cuts off, cuts out, you mean the guesswork of, you know what I mean? Why does someone re- respond or communicate this way? And why do I respond or communicate this way? Um, yeah. Especially when you have a deeper understanding about the emotional nature of, of yourself mm-hmm. and the people in your life it's it brings so much clarity yeah i've got a quote for you i want your thoughts on okay those who restrain desire do so because theirs is weak enough to be by william blake read that again those who restrain desire do so because theirs their desire is weak enough to be restrained so by this quote is he saying to not restrain desire He's saying, he's saying your desire is everything. He's saying your, your desire is there to be explored, right? He's yeah. like, why, why, why are we tampering these, these motivations? Well, you know, it's interesting in the context of human design as well, because we're both generators mm. and generators are all about really following your desires and following that bliss and following that joy. Now, the yeah. question, this is, this is the thing I have and I challenge with, with human design. And I've had conversations with different people is like, there are many different desires. So how do you follow your desires? Like if they might not serve certain things in your life, like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, I guess yeah. I could spell it out. Like, you know, like I'm a man, I'm a married man. And yet I do have other desires, yep. but honoring my desires might not be the best thing for the agreement and the relationship that I'm in. Do you think Currently. there's anything to be said for, you know what I mean, um, desires that may be born out of, out of trauma, else, out of suppression or conditioning or, or whatnot? And there's also 
innate desires which are authentic to us and i'm not i'm not saying it's one way or the other i'm just exploring yeah. the conversation well and that's the thing is it's hard to know mm. if these desires are coming from a place of lack a place of insecurity a place of you know responding to past traumas etc yeah. or they're more authentic in the sense of this is who i am mm -hmm. this is the kind of person i am i don't know yeah. but the, i enjoy the conversation and i enjoy the introspection around it yeah you know because some people may desire to shoot heroin yeah so you know again like that might not be the best idea you know and again is where is that coming from that's the other question but i and as well, a general I would say, idea anything, anything anything linked to intentional harm we can yeah. we can say is not coming from there. And I think that's the thing is I, I read a quote like that. And then I go like, well, what do you mean about this desire and that desire, you know, playing <laughs> devil's advocate, but in the general sense, yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who, who suppress and repress their desires because what will mommy and daddy think? What will God think? You know, what will God think? What will my neighbor think? What will my best friend think? What will my husband or my partner think or my girlfriend or whatever, yeah. you know? my pasta uh, or whatever it is yeah it's really interesting to think about that and it comes back to communication again yeah can you trust that the person you're in relationship with mm. that they can hold space for you being true to who you are yep yep that's massive. and you don't know that until you roll the dice yeah but so many go 20 30 40 years with things left unsaid and things lingering in their subconscious because they're they're this they're, are they scared of of the repercussions of what would it be like if i just spilled myself inside out properly and fully yeah i mean i think there's a level of fear because mm. there's unknown there when you're doing the same thing you've always done it's yeah. known oh yeah. i know this i know how this is gonna go yeah oh yeah i could i could deal with it. i could deal with the self you know pain and white knuckle things and but i'm not expressing it so yeah. you know i know this pattern but once you actually open the door and go, hey, hey, Joel, so there's something I want to share with you that I've never shared with you before. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Whew, what yeah. then happens? Yeah. And most of the time I've found that the dialogue goes a lot differently in real life than it's gone on in your head for, you know, hours, days, months, years, decades. Yeah. <laughs> And we live with that, huh? We live, we live with that for such a long time until we, until we can't live with it anymore. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, right. that's, that's, again, that's... pain, pain is a motivator for change. If you can feel that pain of doing the same thing over and over and again, and not getting the result that you want, then you go, okay, now's the time. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's generally, that's generally how it happens because that, that, that pain becomes, you know what I mean? Felt enough to actually then act upon it mm -hmm. and for the longest time it's like how can i act how can what, what decision do i need to make well the whole time you know that you know what decision you need to make you know what it is that you need to address but even for a while there you're still trying to curtail around that yeah rationalize, even though that's what's justify. coming up so loudly right <laughs> yeah well you ignore it you know you'll you'll rationalize what you're currently doing you'll justify it you'll go oh, no i could put that off i don't need to deal with that i don't need to have that conversation I could yeah. go another year in this relationship I don't like. I could go yeah. another year in this job that makes me miserable and is causing all these internal conflicts or which are then leading to symptoms that I'm dealing with and which is a whole nother subject and conversation Yeah, uh, around like health and what disease really is.
Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, foundations, self-knowledge. We talk about it all the time, self-knowledge. Absolutely. What, bro. what are you doing to gain more self-knowledge? What are you doing to take that, that energy and that focus that is pushed externally into this malignant world, malignant culture that you speak about often and turn it back inwards? Yeah. Well, even, even just for those that want to advance, you mean, in any area of their life, be it financially, spiritually, you mean, emotionally, health, whatever it is, we're always looking outwards to do that. It's not how you do it. That's not the way, right? We can only go out as far as we are willing to go deep. And this is a continually lived experience for me for anything that it is that I want to experience. It's, I don't need to push harder out there. It's not that. I need to release something in here, mm-hmm. right? And it's proven itself time and time and time and time again. I'm blocking myself from getting what I want because I'm not willing to address what I need to address to open myself up to having that experience. Mm-hmm. So it made me real- think of, yeah. no, well, I was just saying when you were speaking about that, it made me think of a scene slash quote from one of my favorite movies, the Shawshank Redemption, where the saying goes, I don't want to, you know, ruin this for anyone, but it says salvation lies within, yeah, you know, bro, and there's, simple, there's, it's really simple. It's profound and it's potent and it's the truth, bro. It's it's liberation, bro. It's, it's an inward experience, man. Every single time. Um, so if anyone wanting to do the real work or, you mean, wondering why they're not getting what they want or, you mean, progressing in the way that they feel they they need, they should or they deserve, it's turn that gaze the other way, man. Mm-hmm. Turn it inwards. Yeah. Turn it inwards for sure. And again, like for anyone that's watching this, I would think that anyone that's drawn to this podcast that's called Here for the Truth <laughs> is, is probably going to be someone that either has been on a journey of truth seeking. And, you know, we call this Here for the Truth because it's, it's, it's internal truth. It's external truth. It's truth in, in general. And so yeah. people are going to be on that journey. And so, um, yeah, I would say they, they you know, they, they're, they're doing what they're doing. And at the same time, like there's so many different tools out there that support you to go more inward. And what yeah. is that? You know, what are those? Like, let me ask you this for you. What have, what has been beneficial for you in your hero's journey in this truth seeking journey and, you know, healing? There's nothing that's been more important for me than learning to trust myself and having that building that muscle and having proven that by by trusting by trusting what comes up and because for the longest time you mean i wanted to escape i wanted to avoid i didn't want to deal with it but the moment you start acting on those things that you know you need to act on you mean bit by bit by bit you trust yourself and when you trust yourself you strengthen intuition and when you strengthen intuition and figure things out on your own then you know i mean you can you, you can move forward you can you can you can build you can create uh, experience that's conducive to who you really are. Um, so that's that's it for me, man. It's learning how to trust myself because we live in a society and a malignant culture that doesn't want you to trust yourself. Everything is designed to have you outsource that trust and to have you believe that someone else or something else knows better 
Um, and that's that, that might work for a sausage factory, right? But it doesn't work for humans. Yeah. Real quickly, I just wanted to check in from a connection standpoint. Have I been okay? Because I just realized I'm not connected to Ethernet. I've been on Wi-Fi this whole time. I have a feeling you've, yeah, you've been, the video's been in and out the whole time. All right. I'm just going to do a quick, I'll come back on. I'll, I'll do a quick little change. It's, it's right. not going to, it'll just be like a little. No, go for it. All right. I should be back on. Yep. All right. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Sorry, man. We don't got the, the best internet here in Topanga, California. I got to go back to that old ethernet. You got to get on Starlink, bro. <laughs> you know what? It's yeah, I should get on back on Starlink to be connected to the God knows what, but um, we looked grants. at it just because we were that curious. Grants. But the vaccine yeah. is the operating system. Yeah, that was, that was, that was trippy. That was trippy. You know, it's interesting when I think about that conversation and even like when I think about, you know, having Shane on soon. It just makes me think of this idea. Well, first, it makes me think of this idea like truth is stranger than fiction. But then it also makes me think of this, I think, fact that a lot of the fiction that we've been fed is truth. Yeah, that's like, right. Is, is what goes on in the world. That's right. But is, is, it, is it one, because they have to tell us? Or is it two, because if they make it so outlandish, then it's the, the last place that we're going to look for truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's both. I mean, again, there's different perspectives and views on this. And I'm sure, um, you know, Shane, in, in a few weeks, we'll, we'll uh, get into it and elaborate on it. And this is stuff that it's going to be mind blowing. And, you know, whether or not you want to believe it or not, we talk about what truth is, and the truth seeking journey. And it is, do you have the capacity to hold space for ideas, and certain realities that really, really challenge your established set of beliefs and ways of looking at the world? Yep. And it doesn't mean you have to believe it. It's just, can you take in the information and go, huh, that's interesting. Mm. You know, And that's part of it. 100%. That's part of like, you don't just wake up one morning and go, okay, I figured out all the answers to what's going on in the world. You know, mm. I mean, maybe some people do, maybe some people have that just like divine insight or whatever you want to call it, but it's a process. Oh, I picked up this book. Oh, I listened to this one person. Oh, I meditated for you know an hour and really reflected on my experience in the world and and what i observe and i've come to this truth you know it's this interplay very often with what yeah. we see what we learn and what we what comes from within yeah so anyways I, it just kind of went on that i think that's going to be something that is going to become more and more prominent as as time goes on now because there seems to be um, stranger and stranger truths appearing all the time, which are going to confront, you know what I mean? A lot of people's, I guess, preconditioned ideas and you mean the psychic blockages that you mean we may have to what we perceive to be what is actually reality. What is, re what is reality? Yeah. I mean, you just and see it. We live, we, we live in a, obviously, obviously our perception of reality has been distorted. There's no doubt about that, Right. When you, when you just take the simple objective fact of looking at who has been feeding us the, the resources that we have to observe reality through and you take the objective look at who those people are, what their motivations are, mm -hmm. and what they're doing now, and you realize I can't take anything I've learned or most of the things that I've learned on face value. From the minute we're born. 
from the minute, the we're, minute born. we're born. Because again, remember, our parents, to a, to whatever degree they are, are products of a certain malignant culture. I'm actually grateful to a certain degree that my father had a second grade education. My mother had a sixth grade education. They grew up dirt poor in Greece yeah. and like yeah. didn't really know how to like use the remote control or watch TV. So there's a certain level of yeah. um, programming from the familial level that I feel like I didn't get yeah. in re- relative to culture, you know, relative to like mainstream society and mass media, et cetera. Now, of course I got all that once I, once I started consuming television and movies and you know, watching the news and all that and going to school. I mean, going to public school. I mean, I mean, we could just start there. You know, what is the purpose of public school? Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's a conversation we'll, we'll definitely dive deeper into. We've got some guests lined yeah. up, which I think we can definitely explore that in. But now that we understand the fact that our governments are psychopaths, um, mm-hmm. pedophiles, murderers, liars. Yeah. And again, not everybody, criminals, but... Not everybody, but, but you mean you know, for the most part that that's appears to be the MO. Yeah, and I mean, all you need to do is research and read, and you see that you you, you look. We're sending our kids to be mind molded by these people for you mean 15, 16 years of their life before they're able to enter culture. Mm-hmm. Mm, something seems to be a little off about yeah. that. All people have to do is go look at look up Jimmy Savile, you know, look at Jimmy Savile in in UK historically and his relationship to to PMs, to the royal family, to all these things. Like, you yeah. didn't know what was going on, please. Yeah, you know, and all this stuff came out right after he died, and that's just that's like a little granule of sand, of on a beach of what's gone on and what's happened on this planet. But again, unless it's delivered to you through mainstream channels. Yeah. Uh, New York Times bestsellers list, you know, CNN, Fox yeah. News, whatever, school, your parents, your doctor, your governors, your politicians, then it's not real, right? Yeah. That's how it is. We have yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years of history on this planet. Yeah. And it's like, no, that couldn't be possible. That's not it. And I think as the collective continues to Same wake up, they're gonna be they're gonna be ready for for deeper and deeper revelations, you know. I think because so. on, on on some level, if I look at if I look at the evolution of consciousness, if I stand back, you couldn't just drop the like you mean not that I know the truth, but you couldn't drop the extent of uh, the lies on, no, no, no. on 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 a collective that you know what I mean. Will their, their heads will pop? There'd be mass. Right. There, mass. there has to be a, some kind of priming, or these inner and outer realities as above, so below, as within, within so without, right? So for that truth to actually be held or experienced in, you know I mean, any real way. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the minds would explode. There'd be mass hysteria. I mean, more mass hysteria than, you know, creating COVID-1984. Oh yeah, there'd but... be mass disassociation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like even just when someone shares a simple belief with someone and they don't want to acknowledge just a simple concept of cognitive dissonance. Yeah. What level of cognitive dissonance would occur on a, on a mass global scale if, if yeah. things were shared just out of the blue? Yeah. Again, I'm not sitting here and say I have all the answers. I know the truth. I don't. Yeah. But I'm in the arena. You know? Yeah, that's right. I got we're my gloves on. I yeah. got my gloves on. I'm like, yo, what's happening? What's going on on this planet? 
Yeah. What's this person about? What does this person come from? What is this scholar talking about? Oh, why has this person been censored on social media? I'm curious what they have to say. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm, I'm being censored. I only have 2,000 followers and I'm being shadow banned on Instagram. You're a threat, bro. I'm a threat. Thought police is after me. You know, the Ministry yeah. of Truth putting out truth. I'm fucking over this Instagram, dude. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 a great platform, man. But what are we? Where are we going to go from here? We can't. We can't possibly. We can't possibly keep doing this on Instagram. You know what no, I mean? No, it's, it's like it's not. It's not going to happen. It's not conducive. No, it's not conducive. It's not going to happen. No. And again, for anyone watching this, they probably see our our bio. You know, we have a Telegram page, which it's only a matter of time, probably before mm. something goes down with Telegram. But our goal, and we want to let you know, is our goal is to have our own private membership website where we can control all the content and have any freaking guests we want talking about any freaking content for you yeah um censorship free and uh yeah that's the plan yeah private forum private discussion you mean no thought police here yeah no not at all and again it's just like this melting pot of ideas and realities and things to just explore and to wrap your head around and to ask the tough questions and to contemplate yeah that's what it is yeah not just like okay little johnny this is your book you have to this you have to study chapters one to three and then you have to give the right answers or else you fail and then you're going to be nothing for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) you know legit man legit bro and that's the fear that we all lived with dude or most of us anyway you know what i mean like yeah. And listen, I was get fortunate now, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. You've got to fucking perform for these people right now. Otherwise you're going to fuck up your entire life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And some of the most amazing people that I know, there are people that are just like, they weren't the most ideal students in the conventional sense. Yeah. Cause they were like, fuck this bullshit. Yeah. I see through your lies. Yeah. I'm not into it. You know, I'm going to follow my inner truth. Yeah. I, yeah. I dropped out of uni three different times, man. Three different times. Like there's, there's that part of me, like wanting to, yeah, appease parents, appease family. But each time I enrolled in something, I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, no, my journey happened later. I mean, because I had the ability to really memorize and regurgitate information. I was blessed with a good memory. So yeah. I was able to succeed in the conventional schooling model. Yeah. You know, and so it took me until like, I would say probably during college and, tra- and traveling. Because for me, it was like, oh, I'll just get the grade. Oh, yeah. I'm going to prove you know, I'm not gonna go to class all semester. I'm just gonna memorize shit the night before. I'm gonna go in next, I'm gonna go straight to the exam, regurgitate it, get that A and be like, yo, what's up? I'm special. Yeah, even though I didn't learn thing. shit, it didn't even matter. It's like, fuck this. You know how simulate a pause up right in that regard? Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Great. That's crazy. But you know, and funnily enough, my third year of college um, and I went to Boston University, my third, my third year, I think it was my spring semester, I spent studying abroad in Sydney, Australia. And that was a life-changing experience for me because I lived on the other side of the freaking planet. And I was right before I turned 21 years old and I was living alone and I was, I was meeting all these other people from different parts of the world. And I was meeting people, Aussies, especially and some Brits who were like traveling. They were like, oh yeah, yeah, I've, I've been traveling for six months and then I work for two months and I travel for six months or I've been traveling for two years. And I'm like, wait, that's a thing. Yeah. You can do that. You know, so it was just, it was life-changing for me. And I have such a love for Australia. It's no surprise that we're doing this together because mm. 
Australia is that one place in the world that I just like, oh man, I, if I could like live two lives, like the coast of sit of, of Australia, like the East coast, yeah. even though I'm not a fan of your government and your politics and all that stuff, it's just some of the people I love and, and the terrain and the weather. I don't know, man. I just dig it, man. It's this, even though y'all speak a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Apart from the fact that, you mean, Australia has now kind of popped us head out as possibly the headquarters of, you mean, the NWA. <laughs> um, I know. Is it, is it, is it Australia place, or is it, is it Canada? I'm not sure. Australia, New Zealand and Canada are duking it out at the moment. We'll see. We'll see who gets the throne. But yeah, man, Australia, bro, is the most beautiful country, most beautiful coastline that, you mean, I'm, I'm, I feel absolutely blessed to live here, dude. And the people here are amazing. Um, obviously, there's the, the, there's an element, there's elements in the Australian culture, which I believe um, are conducive for this being the birthplace of whatever it is that they're trying to pull next. You know what I mean? We can be quite, quite an easygoing bunch of people and just, you know what I mean? doing whatever it takes you know don't I mean? stand out yeah tall, tall, tall poppy syndrome 100 um but dude there's there's a lot of people in australia waking up and standing up and australia's a mixed bag man right there's many different cultures here mm-hmm. many 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 different cultures here cultures that you mean come from quite fiery backgrounds as well you know what i mean be it be it the mediterranean be it the middle east be it wherever it is um, a lot of Greeks in Australia. A lot of Greeks, bro. A lot of lot of all those cultures, man. And those people too are, are waking up and realizing. And a lot of these people fled their countries, right? Because of tyranny. Um, so that call, man, that phone's ringing. And slowly, slowly, one by one, bro, it's being picked up. Um, and we'll see how things play out. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. But I, I like it. I like seeing this little... Um... It's like the ripple effect, you know, you make a little change in your life or you start thinking things differently, like the hundredth monkey effect. And then yeah. how does that shift to the people around you? Yeah. You know, there's people I know that are asking questions and more curious about some of the things I've been talking about for some years now. And they're like, huh, well, maybe your osmos isn't a crazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Oh, you dude, know? it's flipped dramatically. Absolutely dramatically, bro. Like there's there's just looking at it purely objectively bro the things that you mean people are now willing to comprehend and perceive on a basic level be it about vaccines be it about government corruption or whatever like we are so much more open to it yeah or how blatant the propaganda is and how obvious like you sent me that video was it for australia yeah the government ad yeah oh my god this lady just on a ventilator just you mean it's quite Oh, bro, acting 101, but it's betrayed yeah. to, you know what I mean, just bring up all those deepest traumas about whatever, you know, I mean, this is. Um, yeah. And it's from the government. <laughs> it's, just, it's just laughable, you know, and then literally, like in the US, we have someone who's severely cognitively, des- um, who's, who's suffering from severe cognitive decline, who is the leader of the, of the free world. I mean, it's so obvious that he's a straight up puppet with handlers and, you know, I feel for him, you know, this is, I really feel bad for him that he's propped up in this position. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not a big fan of politicians in general, but just witnessing what's going on in this country is just, it's just insane. Yeah. It's insane. Like, how can you watch 
that man speak and then think that things are all good and normal. Some people do, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. They're probably not watching this podcast. That's right. And that's okay. And we're not here to to uh ruffle ruffle their consciousness and get things moving and, and shaking it up, things up in a little bit i'm here to serve my community bro i'm here to serve the people that are in alignment with me and i'm here to to deepen that authenticity together with like-minded individuals because i really think that's the fire that we need to stoke right now and for me bro it's not beneficial or conducive to me to try to convince someone that hasn't yeah. hasn't, hasn't put a toe into the lake yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't think it doesn't work and I don't care I used to care more in the past yeah, you know I used to want to like no but you have to understand my point of view and I don't care oh you want to follow me okay great you're gonna follow me oh you say something that I don't like great you know what the proof is in the pudding I'm living a dope ass life yeah with incredible people in my life and I'm feeling healthy and vital and vibrant and joyful and abundant and I got awesome people that I'm building connections with all over Los Angeles we're building a tribe of awesome people. My wife and I are, are having gatherings at our home. Yeah. You know, people who are just similar and filled with life and love and they want to hug each other and touch each other and breathe fresh air and eat healthy food and laugh and dance. Like this is the new world that I'm doing my part in creating. Yeah. You know, yes, I like to speak out. Yes, I like to like shine a light on people's in, in on people's eyes and be like, how the fuck are you not seeing this? And I love sharing memes and I could be a little dick sometimes and be self-righteous. But at the end of the day, I'm creating the life that I want to live with my wife, with the people I care about, with my family, my friends that are on the same page. Everyone else, you know what? You're do you do your thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it. You want to line up and roll up your sleeve and and be and be a guinea pig then cool i i would like i like that you have that um the choice to do so Mm. but also i i'd like to be allowed the choice to live my life how i see fit yeah definitely man i think and i think that's like that's something that i've had to go through as well because you mean the savior programming and me wanting to save everyone and shake everyone be like why can't you see this especially you mean closer family and friends and wanting to drag everyone through it with me and just coming to the acceptance bro and and the realization that that doesn't doesn't work and it's not the way and that's you mean that's and there's inner work around that as well um and I think that's something that's going to become more prominent for most people as well especially as we see the fallout from this injection which you know what i mean as far as i can see is designed to kill right um so yeah bro i hear you and i'm with you 100 yeah and we'll see what happens you know we're in uncharted territory in a lot of ways and we're asking the nice. questions and that's it we're in it you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, I have all the answers. I know what's going to happen. Joel, I don't think he's going to sit here and say, oh, I got all the answers, but we're presenting things in a way that I think are important for individuals who are that want to do the work, that want to ask the questions, that want to go deep. Yeah. You know, that's I've the been, journey. I've, I've been getting some messages and there's one thing that I'm certain of. And that is that if you are in the game and you are in the arena, then start removing as much reliance as possible on any system 
that has capability to coerce you into making a decision that you don't want to make. That's, that's something proactive that everybody can do. You know what I mean? If you're working in any government sector or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Whatever they can use to blackmail, gaslight you with, to force you to move against your will, that's what's, that's what's playing out right now. And that's what they're trying. So if people want, do want to take positive action and positive steps in a, in a direction that is based in authenticity and sovereignty, for me, it's, it's that. Just consider where, 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 where am I still reliant on, on this base slavery system and figuring out how I can fix that. I don't know if I have anything else to say. Hmm. Well, man, episode 10. There we go. What do we got? We got episode 11. We got someone coming up. Oh, yeah. We got a great guest coming up on episode 11. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it, bro. That conversation will be filmed um, this Friday. This episode will be out in a couple of days. But yeah, also people moving forward, we've decided to do two episodes a week. Mm. Um, We like bringing you the truth. And I mean, we love the response that we're getting. And I think this is, you mean, a project that yeah, want to keep growing. Yeah, we're passionate about. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, we we've said this before, and that people's reliance on the mainstream media is just like at an all-time low. MSM is dying. People know that it's pretty much the propaganda arm for you know the people that are pulling the strings on this planet. Yeah, um, propaganda arm for governments, and so people are turning to alternative media. Media, they're turning to podcasts like this. They're turning to other podcasts and and um, other platforms where people that would never be on the mainstream media because they would never be allowed or out there speaking their mind, speaking their voice. And we want to, we want to bring a lot of amazing voices to you. Yeah. Uh, So that's what we're going to do twice a week. (laughs) And you might get an occasional dose, like I said, at the beginning of just Joel and myself, you know? Yeah. Every now and then we like to, we like to hear, hear our own voices too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's great. Sometimes it's like just ask two questions and then it's like, oh wow, an hour and a half later, here we are. Oh no, bro. I love it. It's great. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we um, appreciate all of you, every single person listening now. You mean know, just honestly a heartfelt thank you. We honor the path that you've walked. Even you mean just the fact that you're listening to this podcast is speaks a lot to to, to where you are. Um and glad to be here with you. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, everyone. And if you love this podcast and you get a lot out of it, please like share it with your friends, share it with your family. Um, you know, the ones obviously that might, you know, receive it in a certain way. And uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come at you uh, in a few more days. Hmm. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Smoke and mirrors, I'm seeing through the illusion. Waking up in a time, they think you're in a delusion. Somebody set the alarms because they be too busy snoozing. I'm in a DeLorean.